See, this is unfortunate because last time I logged into his life, he was doing um, Look What You Made Me Do. So I was hoping that he would be doing like another Taylor Swift song or something. What's he doing? I don't know what this okay, is. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's a lie. He does this for hours on end. Kermit, did you go to those schools? It's at Kermit Sings. <laughs> this is not a real Kermit. I mean, every Kermit is a real Kermit if you fucking you better put your watch mind to what you're it. saying. You're going to regret saying that to me in approximately half an hour. No. You're going to show me discount Kermit. You're going to seriously regret what you just said to me. No, no it is not. It is not a Disney sponsored TikTok account singing "Look What You Made Me Do" in a Kermit voice. Just wanted to know if it was Matt, whatever the fuck his name is. Matt Vogel. Matt Vogel. Oh God, don't get. You knew what you were doing. Of course I did. Bringing up Matt Vogel. I knew what I was doing when I agreed to this podcast. Matt Vogel, I, I, li- I like you. I'm sure you're a great guy, but I feel like a Kermit voice isn't that hard to do. No. I feel like so many people can do a Kermit voice do that Kermit sounds voice. like Steve. Well, I'm a woman. Sexism is okay in this, in this setting right here. Why are there There's so many songs about, about rainbows? rainbows. And what's on the other side? side. <laughs> like it's a lot of pretty easy um, syllable changes, and then then you're almost there. Well, yeah, and like I don't, you I know, I think it's similar to a Jennifer Coolidge. I think it's like <laughs> the male Jennifer Coolidge. No, because I say that the the Jennifer Coolidge is the female version of Christopher Walken. I don't know that people do Christopher Walken they versions do. as much anymore. They do. Our age? Yes. How many of them have you had sex with? At least one. No. <laughs> no. No. You walked into that one. That's the end I don't, of the podcast. I don't know what answer you were hoping to get. I was hoping none. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I just have been at every parties comic, with these people. Every comic has a Christopher Walken impression. I don't have a Christopher Walken impression. Yeah, and you're a fucking software developer. I'm sorry. And this guy who you're talking about, is he a professional comedian now? I'm assuming that he must be a professional stand-up or improv comedian at the moment. Can your brother do a Christopher Walken? Oh, I'm sure. Is your brother... (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) What, cut out you slandering my family? I think Past Me was doing Today Me a really big favor. Because I I, I decided on on doing this movie, like, this time last week. Mm -hmm. And I think this movie is exactly what I needed to watch today. (laughs) I've, I've had a bad few days. I'm very happy for you. I could just feel the pure joy radiating from is our it, living room. Well, is it when I started the movie and then came into your room crying and screaming along to Rainbow Connection? It's the best part is that you weren't even screaming. Oh, you no, were just not, mouth well, screaming. Well, because I wanted you to hear the original. So it felt like I was listening to a relatively calm Kermit coming out of a very high-strung woman. <laughs> I didn't want to cover his voice. That's fair. That's he put good. a lot of work into he that. He did, and that's fair. And that was Jim. That was Jim Henson. That was Jim Henson. You ever played the game of... I'm going to cry about Jim Henson That's soon. fine. You're already crying. Have you ever played the game of how many slices of cheese do you put in a grilled cheese for it to count as a meal? How many did you put? I put three. Well, I usually put three, actually. And then I made a second one, but I didn't have enough, so I only put two. <laughs> so in total, you had five pieces of cheese to start with. I had a one and two-thirds of a meal. <laughs> I, I usually think three is a good one. Well, because, you know, like well, sometimes because, it's like, is it a snack grilled cheese or is it like a well, dinner No, because my cheese? thing is when you put two pieces, there's usually a, a bit of overlap. Yeah. And so I tear up the third one so that everything has that little bit of overlap and it's an even playing field. And so like the center of the grilled cheese is not just double the cheese of the rest of the sandwich. 
I made um I had made pickled onions last night, so I just did barbecue sauce, cheese, right. and pickled onions. Congratulations! It's been a, it's been a, it's been a it's been a it's been a few days. Yeah. <laughs> It's been quite a few days. I've hit that point. You know, you're like, you know, during the, a day where you're just like, I've hit the point where this day is just going to be what it is. Is that why you took a three hour nap today? That's me after waking up from my nap. And that's why now I've had two grilled cheeses and um, this compromise I had to having a cocktail, which is that it's a chocolate milk with chocolate liqueur. Technically not a cocktail, a mixed drink. Well, what's your definition of a cocktail? I feel like a cocktail probably has a scientific definition of it being like mostly... I don't think so. I wonder so. what percentage. Because like a cocktail can be like a vodka soda and that's mostly soda with like a shot of vodka. Maybe. Okay, well then yeah, I guess this is a, a cocktail. Well, my original plan was to make a white Russian, which is Ew. just straight. It's good. I had one. I've never had one and like I'm sure I would like it. I have heavy cream. It's hard to like drink a cup of heavy cream. Uh, yeah. It's like weird that that's a drink people do. I had a mental breakdown the other day and that's okay. I walked outside and you just started crying. That ha Well, I had also texted you that I was already crying. You did not wake up until at least an hour and a half after I had started crying. And then you cried again upon you, seeing me. And then you came out and went, so what happened? And I started crying again. She was like, unloading the dishwasher and just softly <laughs> started crying. This is exactly the movie I needed to watch. This movie is so fucking good. And I'm sad you didn't get to watch it because it's really fucking good. I like meant to and then I took a nap. I I know you did. I did. I took a not long nap. I was like, maybe I'll take a nap and then work out. And then three hours later, I was like, I'm awake now. And I was like, why don't I have uh, two grilled cheeses and a chocolate milk? <laughs> it was a two hour nap with like a little bit of extra. I did two rounds of a one hour alarm. <laughs> My favorite part is when I come out here and you're just like, I can just peek into your room and I don't see a body. I just see a part of your covers that is slightly more elevated than the rest of your covers. I sleep in like a little ball. <laughs> I sleep in a small, <laughs> tiny ball. You protect yourself as you sleep, like a little armadillo. Well, it also doesn't help that Fefu, whenever I take a nap, decides to take up half the bed, so I have to sleep. Well, she small. takes up half the bed, and then no matter when I come to just like look in and make sure you're alive, she is looking straight into my soul. She's like, like, what the fuck do you want? It's like she's looking out to make sure I don't fucking interrupt. Can I help you? We're taking a nap. <laughs> Both of us equally napping right now. <laughs> Both of us are napping at the same amount. <laughs> Maybe I should introduce the pod. Yeah, maybe. 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 Welcome to Stop You Ruining It. This mm -hmm. is a podcast about movies and subsequent napping. I'm Delaney. I like movies. And I'm Natalie and I do not, but I do like the napping part. I, I was hoping that you would. <laughs> I enjoy napping. I'm good at napping. If you could get paid to nap, I would make a lot of money. To the point where I'm like fascinated I'm by you. I'm good at napping. You, you are like a science experiment that I want to study one I day. I am able to sleep you at can, any you point. You conk the fuck out. That's why I said about on flights, I've never had a problem sleeping on flights. I think at any time you could say, hey, go to sleep, and I could. No matter where I am or what's going on, I can sleep. I can do it. My brain just, con I, I guess, constantly is... whirring so, so loudly. <laughs> the core dissonance of who we are as people. I have to be at the exact right temperature, one leg under the blanket, one leg slightly above the blanket. Sometimes I have to take melatonin to force me to sleep. Sometimes when it's hot, I'll put an ice pack in my bed. It's actually quite smart. No, yeah, that's where all our ice packs have been. See, well, I ha I, I have throw it in my bed. I haven't been like I didn't know we had ice packs. We have the ice packs that I had when I drove out here initially when I moved here. So that should tell you something that I didn't know we had ice packs <laughs> when I moved here, which is similar to something that happens in this movie. In this movie, apparently. Moving right along. I have no research prepared, but I did have an idea for what research I wanted to do. So okay. I'm going to do it actively as we talk. I just okay. want to look up the gas prices from where each of these <laughs> people are, and then in California at that time. <laughs> And then that's it. And then the rest is just going to be me talking. 
and oh. my mini game. Well, because they're 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 moving right along. Moving right, right along. along. So, what movie are we doing? The soundtrack fucking slaps. Sorry, this is the 1979 Muppet movie. The full title is the Muppet movie, as opposed to the 2011 the movie, Muppets. which is the Muppets. Yes. So that's where I think when I look at you and, and said like the Muppet movie, you're like, oh, the movie about the Muppets. I'm like, no. This one, the Christian title, its God-given name is The Muppet Movie. I, that's where I was confused because I thought that the God-given title of the 2011 one was The Muppet Movie. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, I understand that now, clearly. It wasn't. But I, so that's why I was like, is it a remake or did they just reuse that name? Like, that's so strange. <laughs> um, this was the first, like, theatrical film featuring ever? The Muppets. Oh, sorry. This was the first movie ever oh made. Oh my god. And also the last, because we made it and realized we made a perfect film and decided to never try anything ever again. Oh my god, can you get Tiny Kermit? I feel like he should be here for this. Oh my gosh, where is he? He's right He's right behind you. Oh, you might bring him over here. Yeah. Why are there so many <laughs> songs about rainbows? I got a little Tiny Kermit from Disneyland. He's precious. And he's my best friend. He's so cute. He's gonna stand at my wedding. <laughs> he's gonna have a tiny little tux. We should get those magnets that make them stand on your shoulder <laughs> and I can wear it underneath my bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> he has like a tiny little bouquet. So I feel like we've mentioned it like softly on the pod before, just how much I love the fucking Muppets. But it's like a big part of, like, yes, my personality, but also the personality that people like project onto me. A puppeteer? Well, yes, but also like in class, if anybody mentions the Muppets, people look at me. How many puppets have you made? Okay. Um, answer for me is zero. I've made no puppet. So there were, so, Okay. Are we counting sock puppets? Like, like truly just like a sock with decorations on it? I think it has to have eyes. Okay. So the ones in Arabian Nights did not have eyes. So for Arabian Nights, I made three that were basically dolls with rods on their hands. And also a rod on the back of the head. So they were kind of almost like marionettes. They didn't have like um, hand hand mouth technology. Hand mouth technology. So there were three in that. Freshman year, I did Fuddy Mirrors. That was a sock puppet that had eyes. I feel like the eyes are what... Well... That's gonna come back later. Is it the ping pongs? No, it's it's that Jim Henson said that like the eyes are the most important part of the Muppet. Ah, uh. because like I don't know, that's what their soul is, I guess. Okay, so that was four, <laughs> and then and then it would have been Origin, and that was many. That was many. That was. I had the 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 privilege of interacting with your puppets. That was four Muppet. Those were my first Muppet type puppets, which was like a pattern. Which were which was a felt. It was called the round, like the round, like head puppet pattern, or like the, the round head roly poly puppet pattern yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. And it was like you know where you put the you know there's foam on the inside and you're moving the mouth with your hand and it's felt and like eyes and stuff. There were four of that one, so that brings us to eight. But then there were also sock puppets in that one that had eyes correct? Yes, I believe so. I would say at least five of those. Okay. So that's nine. And then at the public, when I did Hercules. The theater? The theater. The public theater. Oh my goodness. We did Hercules and we did the Titans in like big kind of foam. Like they were giant fucking puppet. I think there were four of those. The Cyclops, the Hydra, and then the Mr. Stay Puffed Marshmallow guy. That wasn't his name, but like that's what I called him. Oh no, five. I think there were five total Mm. in Hercules. And you touched each of them? I touched each of them in okay. some way, shape, that counts. or form. That counts. Whether it was construction or painting sure. or... Um, or just a, a soft, gentle... Or just a soft kiss on the cheek. A little Nick Cage hand. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to like, what, 14, 15? Maybe, I don't I wasn't counting. I was just listening. <laughs> I was going to make... I think the thing is, it would be 15. I think 14. I think it would be 15 if Spelling Bee had happened. Because I was going to make a puppet of you. Of me. 
for spelling bee. I was gonna be Marcy. And then and then Coda I'm just hit. at spelling bee in the audience who made <laughs> me a puppet to hang out with me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna honorarily round up to an even number and say fifteen. Because I feel like there's maybe a sock puppet in origin that I didn't account for. Yeah, something. maybe. Now fifteen's a nice round number. But I loved the Muppets before I even started making puppets. No, yeah, but I just feel like making puppets is a pretty It's a big part of my personality. That's a that's a that's a pretty distinct thing of like there are people who have made puppets and people who have not. Yeah. You're one of the uh especially, the earlier parties. Especially in undergrad it was how I was known in like the student theater yeah. group where people were like, oh yeah, Delaney fucking loves puppets. And you like, were making out with a puppet. And, and, I was, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but you don't have to say it. And you're like, oh, God. Um, I was Jim Henson for Halloween this year. That was my idea though. It, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. I said you should bring your puppet. Yeah, but you didn't say you should get a fake beard and be Jim Henson. I guess. I'm pretty sure. You wanted me to be Ed Teach. <laughs> no, not for school. Not for school. I, <laughs> You were like, no, I draw the line. Not for school. At being a gay pirate. First of all, at school you would have to be Blackbeard. You could not walk around going, I'm Edward, Edward Teach, Teach, born on a beach. <laughs> so this was the first theatrical film featuring the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Did you did you read any of the Sesame Street book I gave you? No, that's okay. Give me that back though. <laughs> I'm gonna read it though. I am okay. Read it. I just fell asleep. <laughs> Um, I do have an entire book that my brother gave me about like the creation of Sesame Street and it's, it's formative few years. I should have just said yes, but I felt like you would give me a quiz. No, because I was going to talk about like uh, the like origins of the Muppet show as opposed to Sesame Street. I do love Sesame Street. Well, yeah. And Sesame Street started in 1969. It was instantly like a huge fucking hit. It was all like it, you know, people loved it from the beginning. That had given Jim Henson's like, this is where I'm going to have to address this. This is where, like, the distinguishing of what's a Muppet and what isn't is was... hard. Uh, because it says, like, when he made Sesame Street, all of those characters were Muppets. Because uh-huh. that's what, like, his type of puppet was characterized as. But I think since the Muppets as a brand has kind of separated from Sesame Street, I think now there is a distinguish between the Sesame Street puppets and the Muppets. Yeah. But it's never been, like, fully made clear. But... Sesame Street was like super popular and like his characters now had a bunch of exposure and people really wanted Jim Henson to make more things. But he was like, oh, I think I'm being typecast into doing children's media. Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Making Sesame Street a little bit, buddy. And then he made Gary Kawenga. And so he began conceiving a program for adult audiences. The Muppet Show Tonight? No, but you've heard of these. He made two television specials that were considered pilots for The Muppet Show. The Kermit Sex ones? The Muppets Valentine Show and The Muppet Show Sex and Violence. (laughs) He really tried his best. So The Muppet Show Sex and Violence was supposed to be like made for adults. Like he really did not want to be pigeonholed in children's programming. And so this was um, The Muppets parodying the proliferation of sex and violence on television. Was there sex and violence? Uh, Nigel, Sam the Eagle, and the hippie bassist Floyd Pepper prepare for a pageant based on the seven deadly sins, with Muppets representing the sins. Who was who was lust? Miss Piggy? Oh, I don't know if it says right here. Damn it. But yeah, so he did those two, um, and neither of those were ordered to series, fascinatingly enough. Devastating. But then I mean, eventually they picked up The Muppet Show as like its own kind of sketch comedy show. What happened first though, while they were kind of in development for The Muppet Show, Henson's Muppets were featured in skits during SNL. They only did like one season of like kind of almost like the 70s version of like digital shorts where it was like kind of like a recurring like, you know, just kind of like in bit. It was like do not destroy it was, it was the, like 19- the Muppets. <laughs> do not destroy her already the Muppets, let's uh, be honest. Fuck. And so Jim Henson was actually pretty open about the fact that he learned a lot about 
running a sketch comedy show and like dealing with celebrities and like running I mean, a production from SNL. That's stuff you learn quick at SNL. Well, and um, that's going to be two of the biggest things you learn at SNL. And he learned about how to adapt and create a television program within a seven day period. So he learned how right. you can get from script to screen in seven days. Yeah. And that's where the Muppet Show came from. Did you know that they opened a Sesame Place here? In at, LA? In San Diego? I think I did this know that. This year. I think I knew about that. Isn't there a Sesame Place in... Philadelphia's the in, original In Philly, one. yeah. Yeah, that's why it's crazy that there is now a second one. Philadelphia's the original. We should go. We should go. But uh, the show itself premiered in 1976? Yeah. First aired in September 1976. The show itself being... The show itself, The Muppet Show. That was continued as a... Yes. And so then this came out in 1979. So this was very like quickly that people were like, we fucking love these little bitches. These are incredible, sir. <laughs> they, they, they saw these little fucking felt things. And Quite went, frankly, I'm pleased. And went, I'm in love with these. Please give me more, daddy. If anything happened to these. <laughs> if anything happened to Kermit the Frog, I'd probably kill myself. What? Can you imagine if they pulled like a Mr. Peanut on Kermit the Frog? <laughs> killed Kermit. They pulled like a Brian on Brian Kermit from the Frog. Family Guy. That also made me cry as a kid. I watched that happen live. Like I like on the street was what I was there. No, I was watching that live. Like I was watching it when it aired, yeah. and I remember being like, "Holy shit!" And then I ended up like on the online discourse, and people were furious. <laughs> people got R.I.P. Brian tattoos, which is a bummer because then they, he came back. He came back pretty quickly. They kind of gave up on that idea. Yeah, so they decided to make a movie, as everything does when a TV show gets, like, very popular. They're like, what if we make a movie? Then they're like, how do we transition these little bitches from television to movie? Pretty easily, I feel like. Pretty, like, pretty well. Well, again, this was the first one they made. And after they realized that this would do so well, they were like, oh, let's make 15,000 of these. Some Muppets? <laughs> I mean, also that. Do you know, when Ker is there a Kermit in, like, multiple states? What do you mean? So, like, when Kermit, like, makes an appearance at the Hollywood Bowl, is that... There are multiple Kermit puppets. Yes. The, is the, uh, it's not like um, Mickey Mouse at Disney World, where if he's in Fantasyland, right. you can't also go see him at Tomorrow. No, I mean, like, would the would do people? There's not one singular Kermit. No puppet. one flies with their Kermit puppet. They would just be like, "We'll have a Kermit puppet for you here," or would they fly with it? I mean, I'm sure it's a combination of both. I'm sure they have. Like, I'm a sure collection. the performers must have a favorite Kermit puppet. Well, yeah, because I um I think similar to um what we were talking about in our Chucky episode, I think there are different Kermits for different like occasions. Well, you and you, well, yeah, when he has his little, his little tuxedo. Um, your formal Kermit, my your semi-formal Kermit. <laughs> your cowboy Kermit. <laughs> That's in this movie. I, I drew a cowboy Kermit that is currently hanging by our kitchen table. It's a picture, not, not, we don't have like a Kermit puppet hanging. I said I drew. Ceiling. That is hanging. <laughs> That's we, what I, we have a noose. That's what I wanted to make clear. <laughs> But yeah, they they made this movie. It wasn't directed by Jim Henson or Frank Oz, and they immediately regretted it. Um, it was directed by some guy named Jim Frawley. Produced by Jim Henson, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it was his production company, and he also voices half of the fucking characters. But he didn't direct it, and one of the actors was like, yeah, it wasn't a happy set because the director didn't like directing the movie. And I noticed that was the only time the Muppet people used an outside person to direct a Muppet movie. They never did it again. After that, it was either Jim Henson or Frank Oz. James, you did a bad job. Yeah, James Frawley. I don't know. Why would you be unhappy directing this movie? Why? I want you to give me... Jim? <laughs> Jim? I want you to give me solid reasoning as to why you didn't have the best time of your... F Do you know how much money I would give Jim to direct this movie? To see Kermit on his little fucking bicycle. How much do you think he was paid? I don't know, man. It was the 70s. The budget was 8 mil, so why? Nothing. I'm just curious why you would choose to do the Muppet movie if you didn't like Muppets. 
I'm like, they can't offer you that much money for the first Muppet movie. They're like, I can't fucking turn this down. People will think of this movie and remember me, James Frowley. Why didn't you like the Muppets? How, how? Yeah, what kind of person do you have to be to not like the Muppets? A sad one, I think. He directed occasional feature films, most notably the Muppet movie. (laughs) He's rolling in his grave right now. He's like, no. I wonder if he's pissed. It's like how um, Arthur Conan Doyle is like pissed that people only knew him for Sherlock Holmes. He was like, I did other things. And they're like, yeah, but... Oh my God, it's that guy from Sherlock Holmes is talking to us right now. (laughs) Uh, This movie starts, I think, with the best opening scene of all time. (laughs) I want to put this in the fucking National Film Registry as the best opening scene of all time. It's a good opening scene. Well, like, okay, technically it's not the opening scene because there's a framework... This is a film within a film, technically. Yes. There's there's a framework here of all the Muppets sitting down in a theater being like, oh, we're going to watch the Muppet movie. It's a movie of how we all met. And then the film starts. And it's this gorgeous camera pan over a Florida swamp. There's some like beautiful landscape imagery. And then there's just a little a little frog boy playing his little banjo on a little log. Just singing doot 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 doot. And I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best part is he's just singing this. This is his life. He's not, a, he's not like a professional Muppet yet. He's just sitting on a log being like, I'm going to sing about rainbows. Do they have any explanation for me why some people are Muppets in this world? Or No, I was hoping you'd ask. There is none. Okay, cool. But also, there's they acknowledge the fact that they are animals. Yeah, like he knows he's a frog, but has yeah. he had to like live with like felt discrimination? <laughs> from frogs or from humans? Either. Does he interact with any actual frogs? Do you know if Kermit can speak frog? I don't know, but like when they're driving, Fozzie mentions him. He's like, oh yeah, the humans don't think it's weird to see me here. There are a lot of bears in this part of the country. But there's not frogs? I mean, not giant bike riding frogs. <laughs> yeah, only so many frogs can ride a bicycle. And it's one. You also found your favorite Muppet today. I did find my favorite Muppet today. Natalie loves Robin the frog. Robin is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, fun fact. Robin is in the Muppet Babies, which I think needs to be clarified for me. Where Kermit is also a baby? Kermit's a baby, and there's also Robin is a baby. And is Robin more of a baby than he currently I, is? I don't... doesn't look like it. <laughs> Does Robin not age? How? No, I need you to clarify to me how, Ro- how he would have a nephew when he's six. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand it's hypothetically possible, but that's not... that doesn't make sense here. <laughs> Yeah, who's who's Kermit's like sibling? That is, unless the Muppet Babies canon, Kermit has like a twenty-year-old sister. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I had a friend in first grade who was like that, where we were six, and she like became an aunt. And I literally, one of my notes that I have is, "Oh, to be a little frog sitting in a swamp," because he just looked really peaceful. <laughs> um, oh wait, I do have some facts about. Um, so to perform Kermit sitting on a log. Ah. Jim, Jim Henson squeezed himself into a specially designed metal container, basically like in the log, complete with an air hose to breathe, a rubber sleeve which came out of the top to perform Kermit, and a monitor to see his performance. That can't be the most efficient way to do that. And, he, and he, No, he was under the water in the log. He was not in the oh, log. Oh, he was, he was under, under the water. He was under the water. Okay, then that makes sense. And this scene took five days to film. But this was crazy, because until this movie, we had not seen Kermit have legs. I need you to understand that gotcha. we, didn't, we did not know Kermit had legs until this movie came Well, out. hypothetically, you were like, he must, right? But you never knew. Yeah. No film had had a hand puppet act with its entire body appearing on screen. Mm, yeah, because by definition, it's a hand puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and like when you're filming like a TV show, like, yeah, you can just go up here. Cut around it. And so they were just like, I think they like took it as a challenge upon themselves. They're like, we're going to show 
this full fucking bodied puppet. Mm-hmm. We're gonna show his spindly legs and everything. And it's honestly my favorite part of this movie is to just watch it and know that people I think were having fun making it because they're like, what can we make him do? What can we make Kermit do? With legs. With his legs. <laughs> so he's sitting on his little log. He's singing Rainbow Connection. This song is the best song ever made. <laughs> it's a very good song. I can't deny it, that. It reached number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1979. I've listened to it so many times and it's never gotten Have old. I shown you my um, Oh, So You're Having a Panic Attack playlist? Yeah, probably, but... Where it's it's called Having a Panic Attack. Is it just those three songs? No, it's, okay. it's Man or Muppet, Rainbow Connection, Rainbow Connection, Rainbow Connection, Rainbow Connection. These are all different yeah, versions see, of Rainbow Connection. I know, I'm t- but I'm telling the people. Rainbow Connection, Life's a Happy Song, Moving Right Along, Songs from the Muppet Christmas Carol, and then Being Green. Ah. But most importantly, seven different versions of Rainbow Connection. <laughs> Rainbow Connection is your willow. The day that Barbara Streisand released her Rainbow Connection with Kermit the Frog, I cried. I was, when was that? It was while I was um, in Pittsburgh. I remember when it happened. Yeah, because that just felt very personal. Distinctly remember when that happened. Yeah, it hit number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 and was nominated for the Oscar for Best Original Song. Didn't fucking win. Bullshit. Best Original Song went to It Goes Like It Goes from Norma Rae. It shouldn't have. No. I think Sally Field is in that movie. It should have gone to this. But it should have gone to this. This is actually, like, I think, as a song, like, one of the best songs ever written. It's so fucking good. This is an impeccable song. <laughs> and then he's just, he's just sitting there, he's strumming along, and a talent agent is paddling through the swamp. This is kind of similar to the plot of uh, Pocinocchio. Continue. So, so you're comparing this talent agent played by Dom DeLuise to Honest John and Gideon, <laughs> the terrifying animal people. Maybe. But he, but he means, he means well. He means well. The other guys don't. I'm he's, sorry. The other guys, I guess, are more similar to Honest John and the other guy. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's just paddling through a swamp. And I can confirm as somebody getting their master's in entertainment management that being a talent agent is just paddling through swamps. I was, I was asking. I was going to ask. And until, until you hear the, the soft sound of a banjo. <laughs> a sweet little ditty playing through the tumbleweeds. But yeah, the, the, the agent who finds Kermit in the middle of the swamp is played by Dom DeLuise, whose son is David DeLuise. Oh. The dad from Wizards of Waverly Place. Ah, there we go. No, I definitely d- recognized that name. No, Dom DeLuise was also on like SNL and was like a huge comedian in his own right, but I just always know him as David DeLuise's dad. <laughs> and then basically he's just like, you should go to Hollywood, kid. And the whole plot of this movie has just been like, this guy in Hollywood be a star. Mm. This is a star is born. <laughs> it did work out for Kermit in the end. It worked out for all of them. Does Kermit in the have end. a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? He might. I, I think, think he, he might. I've yet to see it. He does. Kermit has two stars. Nice. One for himself and one is a member of the collective Muppets. Oh, we have to find it. Big Bird also has one. Well, Big Bird makes sense. (gasps) Look at him getting his little star. He's so excited. Look at his legs. (laughs) Fucking legs, man. (laughs) He's so excited. He He decides to move to Hollywood and be a big star. He bicycles through his little town. And I cannot express how much I love Bicycle Kermit. So basically, Bicycle Kermit, this, this is like fucking insane. So to have a Kermit ride a bicycle in a full body shop, they had a Kermit puppet posed on the seat mm-hmm. and his legs and arms were attached to the pedals and handlebars. And then they had an overhead crane with a marionette system that had like strings going to move the bicycle forward. And by since the bicycle's moving, it had, the pedals would naturally move. Yeah. Interesting. And then the crane and the system were just out of the frame of vision. 
of the camera. Nuts. And so he just rode a fucking bike. I mean, he rode that fucking bike. It looked so good. I'm surprised that that didn't inspire a young you to learn how to ride a bike. Look, man. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. I'm just saying. No, I was watching this movie and I was like, I think because the past few days. There's a lot more bike in this. (laughs) There's there's a lot of (gasps) bike content. Big bike movie this one. (laughs) I did watch this movie and be like, hmm, maybe I should be in this industry. Because the past few days has been like, wow, should I even be here? Do I deserve to be here? I really thought you were good. This is so touching. I really thought you were about to say, hmm, maybe I should learn to ride a bike. No, I refuse. (laughs) I simply won't do that. I'm 23 and I'm standing my fucking ground. Was that, was it today where you're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be in this industry. And I was like, you have to be. I want you to be. I want a job. Because yeah. I the same thing to my mom today. She was like, what's your plan? I was like, I don't know. We stay at my job until Delaney makes a movie and then I'm done working forever. You really overestimate how much money you get from one movie. I'm going to be in all your movies. Okay, cool, 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 my, cool. I, The idea is just that that movie is a kickoff. Mm, I think I've got to finish Puppet Bachelor. Okay. I know I keep saying I have to... I, 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 the, the one pilot I have in the works is... Um, and nobody can take this because I've already written it for the most part. But it's like a scripted parody of like a show like The Bachelor. And everyone's a human. And then the lead is just a puppet. And nobody talks about it and mentions it or anything. Um, and my professor really liked it and told me I should finish it. <laughs> I like it too. You haven't read it. No, but I like the concept. Thank you. The, the the reason he decides to go to Hollywood and like become a star is because the talent agent says that he can make millions of people happy. Oh, not millions of dollars. No, he just wants to make everybody happy. <laughs> Even though the lyrics to Rainbow Connection... He's depressed. ...are depressing as hell. He's depressed. He's like, I'm chasing something that I know is not real. Because he's like, you know, ra- like rainbows are visions, they're illusions, they have nothing to hide, but I'm still going to chase... Like the rainbow inside. Okay. <laughs> I think Kermit the Frog. No. So here's the thing. The Frog. I know Kermit the Frog should be on Prozac because the more I watch Muppet content, the more I realize that I'm just Kermit the fucking Frog. Minus the bike. Damn, you're taking shots today. <laughs> it's all bike shots to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, it is the same shot over and over and over again. <laughs> but yeah, if, 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 I, if I were a Muppet, I'd be Kermit easily. And that's not just because he's like the main one. Like, I think that's my personality. He's basically a stage manager. Like he's trying to like, he's like, he's the producer of the show. He should be on more medication than he is. He keeps going back to toxic relationships. You know? They are not together anymore. Canonically. Canonically, they got divorced in 2012. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, they are like when the, they got divorced before the 2011 Muppets movie, I believe. Uh. Why? And then, and then got back together at the end of that one. I can't remember if they were together in Muppets Most Wanted or not. However, by the time the Muppets ABC TV show came out, which was a one season like office comedy, one of my favorite shows of all time. I talk about it in interviews a lot. It is a fantastic fucking show. About to talk about Denise. Denise. <laughs> they are broken up by the time that show happens. And then Kermit dates Denise. Kermit's but most recent relationship is, is Denise. Denise. Well, because at the end of that season of television, they're like having like this whole like friends finale type chase where they realize that they're supposed to be with each other and like she's getting on a plane and he's not and like, they, but then they canceled the show. And so it ends on a cliffhanger and they don't get back together. We don't know that. I guess I canonically mean, we, canonically, we, don't we have, have not seen them get back together because they canceled the fucking show. Are they better than Miss Piggy and Kermit? Oh no. I'm saying that was Miss Piggy and Kermit. He was not having that will they, won't they with Denise. Oh, he broke up with Denise. He broke up with Denise. Poor Denise. Sorry. 
and it, it's it's heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, I remember this. Denise was like really weirdly pretty looking. Yeah, she was just another pig, and they're like, "Hey, dude, do you have a do you have a fetish for pigs?" It looks like Amy Adams as a pig muppet. Okay. I'm gonna say it. Denise is prettier than Miss Piggy. Yeah, but Miss Piggy and Kermit have a history. It's weird because I know they're not good for each other. Like they are not a healthy couple, but they keep bringing me back in. She does look like Natalie Dormer. <laughs> Denise? <laughs> Denise the Muppets ABC pick? I like Natalie Dormer because she and I have a similar smile where it's just kind of wrong. <laughs> Same with Denise, you know? A little lopsided. Denise also You has- tell me, you look me in the eyes right now and tell me that they don't look the same. <laughs> Denise should be Marjorie Tyrell if they ever do another- <laughs> If they do a Muppets Game they- of Thrones. That's, that's the everlasting question that people always ask me, where they're like, take one IP and do the thing where everyone's a Muppet except for one person. And I never fully have an answer. Game of Thrones, but the person who's a person is going to still be Tyrion. So it's Peter I was going to say, is it Tyrion? <laughs> Peter Dinklage acting his ass off with Muppets. Well, and that's the best way to like act. That's why a Muppets Christmas Carol is so good. Like M- Muppets Christmas Carol is all these Muppets surrounded by Academy Award winner Michael Caine. And he is acting it so straight, but it is so fucking good. That's the thing is I think, is he, does he play Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Best fucking Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> but so he's on, he's on his way from Florida to Hollywood. Okay. This was 1979? This was 1979. And on his way, he like sets off on this cross country trip. And I don't think has the car, like he starts on bike. So if he hadn't run into Fozzie Bear, he would have done this entire trip on bike. Can you tell me how many miles from Florida to Hollywood is? Again. How much was gas when you moved here? Cause you and I, my research for this is just gonna be us talking about moving to Hollywood. Yeah. You and I both moved here pretty recently. Like how much was it here? How much was it when you left Pittsburgh? Oh geez, probably around four. Because gas prices skyrocketed here, I think. As we got here. During the drive. Yeah. Cause I remember pulling over when I was first officially in. I literally don't remember what gas California. prices were. Because I've just been here for so long. And I'm like, yeah, 650 is normal. I remember literally being in California. Finally, first gas station I went to $7. And I was like, <laughs> I need to move back. I was like, I've, I've horribly messed up. Do you know anywhere where in Florida he is? Um, He's in the swamps. So <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work on Google maps. <laughs> I don't think I could put swamps comma Florida. <laughs> Orlando? Orlando, put him in Orlando, Florida. Okay, so it is a 209-hour bike ride, uh, 2,500 miles. 209 hours. And that's for a human person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess... I think it's fair to assume he's probably traveling at like at least, like a half the speed of a regular human. Because so it would probably take two... 209 hours, if you were riding nonstop, is still nine days. That, that's nine days nonstop biking. Well, we don't know. Does Kermit need to sleep or eat? Yes, of course he does. Oh, okay. Because like, he goes to the bar cool. later, and he's like, can I have a grasshopper? And it's like funny, because... He's a, he's a frog. Thank you. <laughs> I did a frog thing. Thank you for doing that. Uh, 89 cents in Florida in 1979. Well, he runs into Fozzie, who is doing another thing we know a lot about, and is trying to work as a hapless stand-up comedian. And mm-hmm. he's delivering jokes to an audience who is not laughing. He's just like me for real. I'm just like your... Uh, I say my ex or my brother. Your dating history for real. Oh. Well, now it feels weird that I mentioned my brother. It's all right. <laughs> He just joins him. They're all gonna go to Hollywood and be famous. Any idea where he is? Where did Fozzie Bear live? <laughs> it's not too far into his journey. Fozzie so. Bear live where? Maybe he's in like Nashville or something. I guess, yeah, you know what? Let's let's speculate about it since, you know. <laughs> I mean, we 
He could be in, in Alabama. He could be in Mobile, Alabama. He could be. Do you think it was 42 hours into his bike ride that he met Fozzie Bear? I actually do think so. So I then, think... yeah, Mobile, Alabama okay, will say Fozzie Bear is. Um, so he's working as a hapless stand-up comedian. In Mobile, Alabama. In Mobile, you Alabama. You heard it here first, folks. Um, Fozzie Bear is a part of the Deep South. Dark, deep South, that one. They start getting pursued by a frog leg entrepreneur? Yes. No, like, I know I'm right. But it's mostly no, just... No, I'm asking why you're confused. He's an entrepreneur, <laughs> particularly in frog legs. Because he wants Kermit to be the new spokesperson, or if you are the Wikipedia synopsis, the new spokesfrog. I mean, that seems for, fair. For his French fried frog legs restaurant, which kind of feels like when you are at like a seafood restaurant, and they have a giant aquarium. Where it's just like, so this isn't what I want to be thinking of. Sometimes I think about, like the other day I was reminded of Red Lobster, how you just can go and pick out the lobster you're going to eat. Yeah. How crazy is that? I don't, I've never been to a Red Lobster actually. Really? So I just kind of nodded, um, hoping that you're correct. Which isn't that funny. Can they at least give me like their history and tell me if they were a bad person? The lobsters? Yeah. Probably were all bad people. Can they tell me? I don't know how they were at being lobsters. (laughs) Can they tell me which lobster said slurs? Like... Which Depends. one Human evasion? slurs or lops- lobster slurs? <laughs> Lobslurs. Lobslurs. <laughs> and so Kermit keeps being like, no, nah, dude, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about your frog legs. And then they just fucking follow them. This one. Well, because how many other frogs ride a bike? That's the thing, is he saw him riding a bike and went, this one. Which basically I wonder question, if they were like, those legs are gonna be beefy as hell. Is he the <laughs> those are gonna be the best frog legs. He went. Those those frog calves Ooh. are gonna be unlike any other. Mm. Mm. Which begs the question. This so this guy's name is Hopper, and he's like obsessed with getting Kermit to come be his spokesperson. Hopper. <laughs> is does this beg the question that is Kermit the only one of his kind? Well, then he later decides to hire a fucking assassin. Correct. <laughs> That is indeed a plot point here. <laughs> the, I think he's called the, the Snake Walker as an assassin who specializes in killing frogs. Yes, because it's which... played by Scott Walker. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, well, why not call him something more frog related? Snake <laughs> Walker's he's... funny. Snakes don't walk. How wacky. Oh, uh, you're right. You got me there. So maybe. And then they meet Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem and Scooter. So basically this whole thing is them driving to fucking California and just slowly meeting the rest of the Muppets along Where do you think they would have met Scooter? They're going to um, cross through Mississippi after Alabama. Yeah, they're not in Mississippi. Louisiana. I would I would say Louisiana is a good bet for them, actually. All right. Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah, that feels right. Dr. Teeth feels like... um. That feels very... Yeah. Like, like, like an old... Like a Deep South old soul kind of guy. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm into that. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part I care about. And so Dr. Teeth and Electra Mayhem, they all sing a little song together because they're the band. They also help them disguise their car, which immediately doesn't work because all the guy has to do is look at the passenger seat of a car and see if there's a human-sized frog it's in like there. a frog in there. <laughs> hmm. And then hmm. they drive a little further and meet Gonzo and his girlfriend Camilla, who run a toilet business. They run a toilet business. Yes. How far do you think they go approximately? Um, we are about to hit Texas. However, nothing says they can't have gone on a weird little detour. No, I think I think they would have met Gonzo in like, you know, a, a pretty eastern Texas city because then uh. the next place they go is Miss Piggy at a county fair. And I think that would have been like western Texas or mid-Texas. Interesting. Okay. Do you so think... I think we've got two Texas stops here. <laughs> do you think Dallas? <laughs> for Gonzo or for Miss Piggy? For Gonzo. 
Yeah. Waco? Oh, actually, no, Gonzo's in Waco. I think Waco, Texas might be Gonzo's the best option. Gonzo sells Chip and Joanna Gaines their toilets. And I know we're early, but I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that uh, Miss Piggy's going to be in Odessa, Texas. Great. That seems like a place I would have a county fair. Yeah. The Permian Basin Fair and Expo. Discover Odessa. <laughs> it's got 4.2 stars. Oh, great. Perfect. They also get a car. They go to this used car lot. First of all, all the cars are on sale for $1,200. I oh. wish I lived in the 70s. God. Oh. Well, that's where they meet Sweetums, too, is um, they trade in Fozzie's original car because it's failing. And then Sweetums is there. Sweetums is one of, he's one of my favorite Muppets, if I'm being honest. He's one of the ones that's just a giant fucking costume. Yes. He's like the giant mouth. Um, and they're like, Sweetums, do you want to come? And he just runs away. And they're like, oh no, we scared him off. But then he comes out after they leave and he has his bags and he's like, wait, where'd you guys go? I packed my bags. I just had to, I know I didn't say anything to you, but I wanted to pack the bag first. I love Sweetums. He's a big part of Muppet Vision 3D in Disney World, Florida. Oh, Muppet Vision 3D is, I made my parents go on it, I think three times last time we were in Disney World. Texas does have tax on their cars. Mm. I wanted to look up where the cheapest place to buy a car in Texas would be to try and get an idea of where they're at, but... <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I mean, what's between Waco and Odessa? Waco and Odessa. Mainly just the uh, the word Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there is a place called Sweetwater. Oh, you think Sweetums lives in Sweetwater? Okay, that sounds yeah. right to me. <laughs> so they meet Sweetums in Sweetwater. Um, and then is. they leave him there. Oh, no. He yeah, doesn't come they, at all. They, they drive away. Does he ever come back? Like, yeah, eventually. Okay, good. Okay. That would have been so sad. <laughs> I mean, that is on him for not communicating his needs, but yeah. still. And so then I guess they go to Odessa and they go to a county fair. Yeah. And they're at this county fair and Elliot Gould, who I know that name doesn't mean much to you, but that is former husband of Barbara Streisand. Oh, okay. <laughs> walks onto the stage and goes, and our winner of like the county mistress or whatever the fuck is Miss Piggy. And then she comes on stage and Kermit <laughs> sees this woman. The wimmer, winner of the uh, Miss Permian Basin Fair and Expo. Yeah. This year is Victoria Herrera, but this year well, in, in we're going to say in 1979 with Piggy. This man's immediately falls in love with Miss Piggy. I mean, how could you not? She <laughs> is Miss Permian Basin Fair in Expo. He looks at her and then there's like this whole musical number where he's imagining the two of them in every romantic situation from movies possible. Like he imagines them in like the Casablanca final scene. It's like scene. daffodils from fucking <laughs> it Big It literally Fish. is. And I watched it and wanted to sleep on the highway tonight. It was so fucking cute. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be uncomfortable. (laughs) And so now they're like, they're both immediately in love with each other. And now now they're dating, I guess. Oh, wow. That fast? Yeah. Appears to me that in 1979, gas prices in Texas hovered around a dollar. Oh my God. Which when adjusted for inflation, like some of the, it's like three bucks. Now you might be wondering, Natalie, where were you for the past two states? Uh, They don't offer them before 1983. (laughs) So I cannot know how much gas costs in either Alabama or Louisiana. (laughs) And so Kermit and Miss Piggy go out to dinner that night and their waiter is Steve Martin. Nice. It's really... I think this was fun because the Steve Martin episode of The Muppet Show is actually one of my favorite episodes of The Muppet Show and is like in popular culture, like one of the most well-regarded episodes of The Muppet Show. So I think he just had such a good time being on the show that they're like, hey, do you want to come back? And he's like, yeah. That's the funny thing about every movie in like The Muppets zeitgeist is they all have like a stacked fucking cast of cameos. Who becomes a comedian and doesn't like the Muppets? Well, and it seems like every person you talk to, you could offer them literally scale. You could offer them the minimum amount of money to be in the movie. And they'd be like, yeah, I just want to work with the Muppets. The Muppets have been a thing since the late 60s, early 70s. So 
my our parents grew up with them too. So like everyone is gonna be like, yeah, of course I'm gonna work with the fucking Muppets. Yeah. Except for Jim Frawler, apparently. <laughs> also, Steve Martin has some great thighs. He's wearing like little booty shorts. That's as, why he and Kermit get along. As a waiter, is he's got some meaty thighs. That's why him and Kermit get along. I'm gonna see if there's a Hooters anywhere in Odessa because I feel like that's where Steve Martin is working. <laughs> it seems like a pretty nice restaurant, but Hooters, I guess Hooters Odessa. Natalie's silence terrifies me. Now, I will say Odessa, Florida is a place. <laughs> so it would make sense even more to me that... Oh, that he would be drawn... To her from... Oh. It looks like the Hooters in Odessa, Florida is the original Hooters. <laughs> so that's why he took her that's on why a my date jaw to Hooters. That's why my jaw dropped. I went, no way that I did this. This can't be possible. That's why he brought her there, because it reminded him of home. Yeah. He'd be such a good boyfriend. Fellas, you ever think a frog would be better than a white man? Sorry, Hooters would not be open yet. <laughs> when did Hooters are open? 1983. <laughs> so they can't be at a Hooters. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. It's all falling apart. <laughs> Your research. <laughs> My research. But they go on this date and they're having like a great time. Steve Martin's being a dick to them, but I don't blame him because suddenly he is serving to a frog and a pig. That's racist. You're being racist. <laughs> he serves them champagne and they ask if they can drink it with straws because they don't have like... Me. <laughs> they don't have opposable thoughts. Okay, Texas Roadhouse is not open yet. Oh my God. The, the two guys, Hopper and his little fucking assistant, show up at the restaurant and abduct Miss Piggy. <laughs> Why? That's a crime. Well, because they're using her to lure Kermit. Still a crime. And so he goes into like this back room where they have Piggy hostage. And they're like, we have this machine that will melt your brain. This is when you walk I in. I walked out and went, I'm sorry. Is he getting don't worry, darling? And he's in the fucking electric Which, chair. Again, I knew that electroshock therapy was a thing before don't worry, darling. But it's just the most topical reference I think I can make. Um, and so they're trying to brainwash him into performing the advertisements for the frog legs. Which, so why is she still hostage at that point? Are they saying, like, sit here and be zap-zapped or else? Yeah. At what point is it, like, now he's the one who's being held hostage? But then they put him in the zap-zap machine. And she, we don't talk enough about how she's a fucking girl boss. Oh, Miss Piggy's absolutely a girl boss. She breaks out of, like, this rope that's tying her there, just using her pure brute strength. Why didn't she do that earlier? Because <laughs> it, it, she needed, like, the, she was able to use, like, the love she has for She Kermit. had to digest the chicken first. <laughs> She had been tipsy from champagne and now she's sobered up. And we've never, I don't think, gotten an answer as to why she is like a black belt. But she fucking karate chops all these dudes. It feels similar to Daphne in Scooby-Doo. I was thinking the same. Where it feels like she was like, I need to defend myself because I'm hit on so often because I'm a hot shit. Like this bitch knows karate. She is defending herself. She's defending her man. It takes so long to get a black belt in karate. Upwards of 10 years to get a black belt. And so she saves Kermit. And then the like, mad scientist gets zap zapped himself. Oof, that's awesome. And the mad scientist was played by um, <laughs> Mel Brooks. <laughs> like, the, the, wild. The, the, the fact that the cameos in this movie are, like, yes, stacked, but also would have been absolutely fucking bonkers for 1979. Did Mel Brooks die from no, that? Mel, no, Mel Brooks. Oh, the character? Yeah. I think so. Or at least is, they say- Do they have blood on their hands? No, earlier he's like, oh, this machine doesn't kill you. It just turns your brain into like mashed potatoes. So why does he need that? If he wants him to be a, a, a spokesperson, a spokesperson. He's trying to like brainwash him into performing the advertisements or something. What are, what? And so then Craftsman is brainwashed. So why can't Craftsman now be the spokesfrog? <laughs> so I think the key here- <laughs> What? 
is your use of the term spokes frog. I think that they should make them, they, they probably could have made different machinery than, you know, with all this work they're doing, they probably could have made a Muppet. Probably. <laughs> they probably could have made a very realistic puppet version of Kermit. But then Miss Piggy gets a call from her agent and gets a job offer. Her agent in Odessa? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Well, cause like she's planning on going with them to Hollywood. She's like super excited to go. She and Kermit are dating now. And then immediately after she fucking wipes out this entire room of white men, like she saves Kermit and then gets a call and is like, oh, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. Sorry. And so Kermit is like heartbroken. Girl boss. And he goes to sit at the bar at this fucking restaurant. And he asks for a grasshopper? And he asks for a grasshopper. What is in a grasshopper? Do you know? A uh, creme de menthe and other. Um, uh, and creme de cacao. That's what's a mint chocolate. Yeah. That actually mm. sounds very good. Icky. I, I would probably like that. Can you look up if chocolate is poisonous to frogs? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I just got wildly concerned. Yes, same reason. So theobromine is an ingredient in chocolate that is toxic to dogs. And frogs. Um, this is a suicide mission. It could be. I mean, we don't know. What are the effects of alcohol on frogs? <laughs> Should I be looking at that? However, so theobromine is the the ingredient in chocolate that like makes dogs and evidently also frogs very ill. I realized that I forgot to... Um... And dogs eat frogs comes up. <laughs> no! My dog did eat a frog once. No, he's he has like this lovely duet with Rolf because he's heartbroken. But he sits at this bar with Rolf the dog. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now they're probably in New Mexico. Yeah. Can they be in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico? <laughs> Which is right outside of Elephant Butt, New Mexico. <laughs> sure. That just sounds fun. But he has this lovely little duet with Rolf and they're singing about like, they had to cut the song because the lyrics had some too mature themes to give to children. And it was literally about like- The go- fuck? It was about like hating your wife <laughs> and like hating the woman you're with. God forbid children know what it's like to hate their wives. A fun fact about this little duet between Rolf and Kermit is that it was a really rare occurrence for uh, Kermit, Kermit? for Kermit and uh, uh, Rolf to do a duet like this because they were both voiced by Jim. Oh. And so Jim had to record one of the parts and then record over it with the other part. And they're doing like a super like integrated duet. And Jim is just singing the entire thing. This is an excellent time for my minigame. So you're either going to love this minigame or Are you going to ask me to say it. who's doing the Kermit voice? I have a collection of Kermits. <laughs> and I'm going to have you tell me who it is. Oh, no. You're going to hate this or love this. I'm going to hate it. Oh, no. Okay, so am I telling so you? So here are the rules. The okay. rules I have for you are, these are all official Kermits. Okay. Um, that does not exclusively mean the, the big three. This is official Disney. Right. Like, sponsored Kermits. Right. Um, most of them are going to be the big three, but right. there's a few that are not the big three. Right. God, but Jim and Steve sounds so similar. I have a lot of them. For context, um, also, Steve had started working, Steve Whitmire worked on the Muppets from its inception and took over all of Jim parts, Jim's parts after Jim he died. Parts. But like he did, he had worked on the show for as basically as long as Jim had. Some of them are going to be like, I have, I think, a rainbow connection from everyone who had a rainbow connection. Okay. So if there's just weird parts of rainbow connection, that's why, because okay. I... Uh, so here we go. Kermit okay. number one. As you can see right now, this room here is filled with light because this lamp here is turned on. That's Steve. That is Steve <laughs> from Sesame Street. The audio quality also sounds more recent. The audio quality also is the issue is that it's kind of hard. Oh, when did they sing Don't Go Breaking My Heart? I think that's on The Muppet Show, so I think that's Jim. This is the understudy for Kermit, Artie Esposito. Oh. On the Jay Leno show. On on Leno? On Leno. 
so there was a period of time where he was Steve's understudy. Gotcha. He did like a couple D23s. A lot of people I have seen in like the discourse think he should have taken over instead, instead of, of Matt Vogel. Yeah. Oh God. I think I have the actual like cutout clip part. The thing is, I don't think that would be Matt. Because Matt started so recently that I don't think they would do a Splash Mountain thing with the Muppets. Because I think by the time Matt took over, they, Splash Mountain was kind of a no-go. They um, really handed that poor man a bomb, huh? <laughs> I'm thinking that's not one of the big three. It's not. You're correct. It's Jimmy Fallon. No. That's going to be Artie again. Oh, okay. That's from his, uh, his reel. I mainly wanted to play him. He sounds a lot like it. He does. No, he sounds great. He sounds like very impressively like it. He didn't do a lot of stuff, but he did it like a couple of them. Yeah. And he did official sanctioned Kermit things. Next one. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? I think it's Steve. Is it Steve? It's Steve from the Muppet movie. I was, I was, from the Muppets. From, from the Muppets. That's the thing is I have, that's the recording of Rainbow Connection I know the best. And yeah. so I was like, that sounds like my Rainbow Connection, but I didn't want to be too confident. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> okay. Here's the next one. Sort of hallmark, you know. Um, he, knew, he knew how to get the best out of all of us. And um, he certainly, um, well, I can say he raised me to new heights. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But uh, no, no, I, he, he was a terrific guy. And, and he was always around, and I have no idea what he did. He was just there. You know? <laughs> I don't get it. But, just, um, just keep... Is this from after Jim died? Put an eye out, wasn't he? Yep. Uh, Hopefully he still is. He's just keeping an eye out, isn't he? Hopefully he still is. That would be Steve. That just I'm playing just because it's really sweet. How fucking dare you? <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know um, what Jim Henson's funeral was? They had Big Bird do it because they couldn't do. They needed. They, they couldn't needed do a, a puppet. Body. Yeah, and it was him singing "Being Green." Makes me cry every fucking time. <laughs> I think you could get me too. Is there's a couple of these you can hear like the voice breaking yeah. of like the person. I would say I would say that was his sort of hallmark, you know. Um, um, yeah, like, but, uh, no, again, no, I, he, he Steve was a guy. and, and he him were, like, best him. friends. And so Steve would have also just, like, lost a friend. Kermit really liked him, apparently. Well, yeah, I'd hope so. That's basically Sounds his like dad. He and Kermit had a good working relationship. All right, next one. You bitch. but only illusions and rainbows have nothing to hide. That's Jim. That is Jim. That's from the that's from, movie. That's from this one. That's from this current one. There's a slight difference between Jim and Steve's, and I think it's that Jim goes slightly nasalier. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the big difference I've noticed too is that Jim's doesn't sound like an impression. Yeah, because he just yeah. But yeah. everyone else's sounds a little bit like an impression. Yeah, everyone else is trying to replicate something, whereas Jim was just doing, doing a, the voice. Doing a voice. Here's the next one. The Rainbow Connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. La da da dee. Muppet Babies. It is. It's the new Muppet Babies. So is it Matt? It is Matt. It is a different Matt. Oh, so it's not Vogel. It is Matt Danner. He's just a cutie. He's just a little guy. He's a little guy. Here's the next one. Ted, we've got to figure out some way to agree on the rule. That's Matt Vogel. It is not Matt Vogel. What? No, that is Frank Welker on the original Muppet Babies. Shit. Yep. It kind of sounded like... Like... It kind of sounded like Fred. He has voiced so many fucking that, no, characters. No, can you play it again? That kind of sounds like Fred. 
We've got to figure out some way to agree on There's something about the, his cadence that sounds like Fred. Why are there so many? <laughs> Why are there? Why are there? There's so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side. Is that Steve? No. Is that someone doing an impression? No. That's not Matt. That is Matt Vogel. That's the best I've heard him sound, actually. I think actually. that you might remember Matt Vogel being worse than he is. No, I will make you... I'm sure there's bad Matt I will Vogels, make you watch... But Mupp he's, from what I understand, come into it a little bit more. Muppets Haunted Mansion was rough for me to watch. Because Muppets yeah. Haunted Mansion was supposed to be, like, my Joker. So that has been... Uh, that was Rainbow Connection on the Muppets YouTube channel. Gotcha. I feel like I'm being really mean to Matt Vogel. It's just that I'm very part... Like, I'm very particular. we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. Is that Jim? It's Matt Vogel. Really? Has, has all of this been an intervention for me to stop being mean to Matt Vogel? That is Matt Vogel's debut as Kermit. Play it again. Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. No, I can kind of hear how it I'm headed this way. <laughs> all right, next Matt one. Matt Vogel, I'm sorry I'm mean to you, but Muppets Haunted Mansion just really hurt me, That's okay? okay. <laughs> if I just stopped, it was just the instrumental. <laughs> it's being green. That's Steve. That is Steve. Yeah. That is Steve doing being green. <laughs> does this does does this shock you that I'm able to do some of these so quickly? No, I'm very happy because I was worried <laughs> that you were gonna literally leave angry with me. I have three more, I think. Spend each day the color of the leaves. Is that Jim doing being green? That is Jim. Songs like hypnotic, I just kind of get lost in it. And so that's not one of the ones we've already listened to. That's not Jim. I didn't say that. So it is Jim. That is Jim at the 1980 Academy Awards. Oh. <laughs> it's a good fucking song. It's a really man. good song. I get like literally like I can't. I've listened to it so many times putting this together, and I never got sick of it. That's Matt. That is Matt. <laughs> That's Matt, 2017, live at the Hollywood Bowl at Muppets Take the Bowl. <laughs> My bowl! My bowl! Matt. And then he has, um, this is, again, just, this is just for you. This is just a you uh, interlude. I think it's very sweet. Walter's there! Hey, Walter! 
that is. It's Bobby Moynihan. Is that Bobby Moynihan? It's Bobby Moynihan. It's just full Bobby Moynihan. You missed a really good opportunity. Well, so I considered doing the Kyle Mooney one. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't. I considered Kyle doing Mooney. it. I again, I my thing was I was like I probably could find some very good Kermits that aren't official Kermits, but it felt like cheating. I know, but I feel like I might have recognized. I mean, I, I might have the, the Kyle Mooney Kermit. I can pull up right now, <laughs> just because it's a very good Kermit. I wish they would have had Kyle Mooney do it. <laughs> mini game. I'm I'm actually happy with myself. I'm very happy. <laughs> All of the voices in the SNL's Muppet show are good. Yeah, uh, it's funny because Statler and Waldorf, you hear it and you're like, that's just Beck Bennett. You can tell it's Beck and Mikey, <laughs> but they're so good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that really it's just a matter of whether you're more familiar with <laughs> how familiar you are with Beck Bennett and Mikey Day. Kyle Mooney should be the new Kermit <laughs> under Sonny. I don't want to take Matt Vogel's job. I think he's trying his best. On some of the stuff, he sounds like pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, that Rainbow Connection sounded very good. But I also, my, my issue with that is I think there's um, a really interesting documentary that I actually want you to watch someday called I Know That Voice. Mm-hmm. And it's literally a voice actor documentary, like talking about different voice actors. And they talk a lot about how the worst kind of voice actor that a lot of people think they are is when you can do a voice, but only with one sentence. Yeah. And so I think that's what people do it with Kermit is if they're like, oh, I can sing Rainbow Connection like Kermit, then I'm set. But then as soon as you try or to do... Or they do Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Kermit the Frog here. But then as soon as they do something else, it sounds wrong because they can't do that voice outside of their like, preconditioned do, phrases. I can do the Timmy Turner, but only for the... I'm Timmy Turner. I'm Timmy Turner. <laughs> so now they have Rolf in yes. their little thing. And then they run into Miss Piggy again. She comes back. Where was she going? She went to go do her job and then realized that she wanted to be with them the whole time. So how slow are they going? Pretty. They do get a flat tire in the in the they, desert. They, they break down somewhere in the desert. So I would say that that's probably New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Maybe the edge of New Mexico. Yeah. By the Gila National Forest. Yeah. Or maybe the Cibola National Forest. And then they're like sitting around this little campfire singing their campfire song. Their C-A-M-P-F-I-R-A-S-O-N-G song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, then you're wrong. <laughs> but it'll help if you can if you can just sing along. Honestly, it wouldn't help. <laughs> if you were trying to go fast, having people sing along with you probably would make it a lot worse. And then Kermit's like, oh, man, I got all these new friends and I'm bringing them to a fruitless journey because they're there's gonna no miss, fruit here. They're going to miss their audition the next day. Oh, now what I forgot to mention is when they met the electric mayhem earlier. Uh huh. This is this is one of the things I love about them up is they always do this really, really meta content. Uh-huh. And they've done this since the beginning. And this is how I know, because when they meet the electric mayhem and Dr. Teeth, they hand them the script to the movie. They're like, here's the script to like the movie we're making, the Muppet movie. Mm hmm. And like they, you know, read the script up until that point. They get saved when their car breaks down because the electric mayhem read ahead in the script knew that their tire would go flat and came to save them. That's insane. But they always do shit like that. They and should, I love it. They should, I'm sorry, then Kermit should just be making money as a friggin' a diviner. Well, because like in the 2011 Muppets, um, they travel by map where they're like, oh, it's like, you know, a little graphic of like showing a car going across a map and that's how they travel. Like, it's just a fun way to just like get rid of any plot holes. And I just really like that's been consistent throughout their entire fucking history. It's very cute. New Mexico is another one where they just don't have gas prices before 1983. (laughs) 
Apparently there was an oil crisis in 1979. Oh. So this was a bad time to be taking a road Shit. trip. Kermit. Kermit. You never told me how they did the car. Delaney put a, <laughs> a book ban on me and that I was not allowed to read past just the plot in the Wikipedia article because she did not want me figuring out how they did Kermit and Fozzie in the so car. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up moving right along so you can watch it. Cool. Have you ever had frog legs? No. Me neither. So it's Fozzie's driving the car. Oh, they're in Saskatchewan. Well, they also get very lost because famously, Fozzie does not know the difference between east and west. So he's reading this map and he <laughs> literally does not know which, you know, he's just like me. Does he hold up left and right and go, they both look gals? <laughs> That's something I did not know the difference between east and west until I lived in New York. Like until I was actively living in New York City, I barely knew the difference between east and when west. When you say that, what do you mean? Which way's east and which way's west? <laughs> I still need to do northeast, southwest. Mm. Never eat shredded wheat. Like I still have to do but that. But how do you how do you know like couldn't that go the other way too? And starts at the front. Yeah, that that is an issue that can come up. <laughs> Where you just but go it moves like a clock. It moves okay. like a clock. <laughs> but basically, so this was 1979, long before like really good visual effects. There were no. VFX in this movie. When they're driving that car, they don't even have like, a, you know, an LED screen, or like a green screen showing, like that car is driving on the street. And <laughs> what they did was they had a little person in the trunk of the car. What? Controlling the car. Unrelated, via, they just had that. <laughs> via a remote control and a little television monitor connected to a camera on the hood of the car that showed what was like in front of the car. So they were controlling the car from the trunk and so then Frank Oz was able to be kind of like in the front with Fozzie and look like he was driving the car. And who, where was Kermit? Who was holding Kermit? Probably Jim. And where would Jim have been? Just down there. Why couldn't the little person have been in the back of the car? He had to be in the trunk? <laughs> what's, what's really bad is that the Wikipedia page also just like fully- says, Doesn't credit him? No, it's, it says a dwarf. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, wiki. 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 <laughs> And then they have like this whole like showdown in the wild, wild west. Oh, yeah, because there's an assassin hired. Yeah, and they're in a ghost town. So I guess that would either also be in New Mexico or... Arizona? Maybe Arizona. If I look up ghost town, what's it give me? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of those. Oh, nice. Yeah, do you think they're before or after Phoenix? Probably after. I feel like they're pretty. They're pretty close to Hollywood at this point. And then they might be in Vulture City. Mm, great. But they run into Dr. Honeydew and Beaker. Hopper is like, kill the frog. But then, you know, open death threats are just allowed. <laughs> but then they have um, one of Honeydew's inventions is Instagrow pills. And so they just make animal really, really big. Are there what now? Uh-huh. Mm. And they make animal really, really big. And he just towers over the skyline. And that scares away Hopper and his henchmen for good. Was just making- Forever? An- forever. Was just making animal really, really big. What I'm seeing is that in 1979, gas prices were 88 cents in Arizona. Jesus. Which was an increase of 23 cents from the previous <laughs> year when it was 65 cents a gallon. Jesus. There was, I guess, that, that, mm-hmm. that oil crisis, I guess, had a big yeah. effect. Which, you know, we're in one of those- and then they get to Hollywood. I think they... I've seen it high as nine. Not, you've seen nine? I think nine in like Beverly Hills. I've seen it. Beverly hit... Hills is always the biggest. I think I've seen it hit nine in Beverly Hills. So they get to Hollywood. And so they're seeing those Beverly Hills prices. They don't, they don't go to Las Vegas? No. The Muppets skip Vegas? <laughs> I mean, maybe they did it, but they just couldn't show it to the kids. What the fuck did they do in Kermit's Vegas? Kermit's getting a stripper. I feel like they missed, is Miss Piggy with them? Yeah. 
they missed a chance for like a good Miss Piggy number in Vegas. And so they meet the studio executive who um, the Muppets go and they're like, hey, can we have a contract? And he goes, yeah, give me my standard rich and famous contract. And so the Muppets sign a rich and famous contract. And is that how contracts work? No, it is. And then they do this big old finale number where they blow a hole in the roof of the studio and a real rainbow shines through and onto the Muppets and they all sing Rainbow Connection together. And then Sweetums comes back! Good, he made it back. Sweetums comes back. He tears through the movie screen and he catches up with everybody and so he gets to be in Hollywood too. Oh, he catches up at the screening. He, it took him a a bit to walk from Texas, I think. I'm sorry, and the agent is played by Orson Welles? (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I have a question to know who Orson Welles is. Isn't he a director? Yeah, can you tell me what he did? (laughs) Clockwork Orange? No, that's Stanley Kubrick. Fuck, um... Something like that, though. Something weird like that. God. Well, first of all, he did the original War of the Worlds radio thing. Like, the one that people thought was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then he did Citizen, Citizen Kane. Ah, fuck. I see something. I, I, I knew it was in the vein of, like, something really pretentious. Ouch. <laughs> Citizen Kane is regarded as one of the best films of all time. Yeah, and it's pretentious. Those two things can be true at the same time. And then, and then they're all happy, and they're all famous. And nothing can ever go wrong ever again. He has an unfinished Don Quixote. It will never be finished. He's dead. Orson Welles, how soon after this did he die? A uh, year. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like uh, six years. Oh, jeez. He died at 70. Now, I considered going through here and every time you mentioned the character saying whether or not they were alive anymore, but so many of them were dead that I was like, this is just a bummer. Yeah, so Dom DeLuise is dead. Yeah. Madeline Kahn is still alive, I think. No, she's not. When did Madeline Kahn die? Oh, 1999. <laughs> James Coburn's dead. She's been dead for a bit. Did she have cancer? She had ovarian cancer. Okay. Madeline Kahn is dead. Carol Kane is still alive. Kelly Savalas is dead. Elliot Gould is still alive. Bob Hope is dead. Milton Burrell is dead. Richard Pryor is dead. Steve Martin is still alive. Thank fucking God. Mel Brooks is somehow still alive. I did think you say Edgar Bergen already? I did not. He is dead. Mel, uh, Mel Brooks is 96 years old, but he is still kicking. And Cloris Leachman is dead. Carol Spinney, I cried when Carol Spinney died. I have thought Carol Spinney was a woman until just now. That's fair. A lot of people do that. Carol Spinney was a woman until just now. Oh, I forgot to mention Carol Spinney's cameo where they're driving through and it's during Moving Right Along, Kermit and Fozzie are driving and they come across Big Bird and they're like, hey, we're going to Hollywood. Do you want to get in? He goes, no, I'm going to New York to try and make it on public television (laughs) or public broadcast. Does everyone just look at Big Bird and go, I feel like a woman would be in there? The people are like, Carol Spinney must be a lady. He's really fucking big. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I've never once not, I've always thought it was a woman until this moment when I Big Bird himself over it. is a man. His voice, like, yeah, is but that I think it, I thought of it similar to like, um, like a Tara Strong thing. I guess now's a good time for my mini game where I just looked up Muppets trivia quiz. Okay. I'm just going to read off these questions. They are multiple choice, but if after I read the question, you know, like you have an answer, you can let me know. Okay. And then otherwise I will read you the choices. Boots is equal parts voiced by women and and boys. Cool. Sorry. (laughs) It's generally believed that the word Muppet comes from a combination of what two words? Man and puppet. No. Damn it. Your choices are. Oh, fuck. No, that, so that's what I was saying, but you just completely blacked me out. 78. (laughs) Is that if you have a gut answer before I read the choices, you can say it. But if you don't know it, I will read you the Sorry, choices. I was really focused on I know you were. And I need you to stop typing boots right now. I'm not. Los Angeles gas prices, by the way, in 1979 were about a dollar. So uh, still 11 cents more than you would have been paying in Florida. 
Is it miniature and puppet, multi-use and puppet, or marionette and puppet? Well, only one of those feels like it's accurate, which is multi-use. Is that your answer? I guess. It is, Mar- is marionette and puppet. But they're not all marionettes. Jim Henson's wife, Jane, is one of the many people who claim that Muppets are simply marionette puppets. I mean, they're, they're hand and rod puppets. So like you do have- Kermit is a sock puppet and no one can tell me otherwise. His eyes are, too, are, are a tennis ball cut in half. <laughs> do you have any information on why his pupils look like that? It's just how he drew them. Okay. What did Jim Henson use for Kermit's green outer layer on the first prototype? A tapestry from his dorm room wall, his sister's sweater, or his mother's coat? Oh, I hope it's a sweater. It was his mother's coat. <laughs> his mom had a really thin-ass coat. <laughs> That's still sweet and all, but... Well, like, you also... His proto-Kermit... Um, Let me see. He's t- <laughs> I'm going to look for Robin and Baby Muppets. Ah! <laughs> That's proto-Kermit. Okay, there's no rods there. I mean, there was eventually. Just because there's none on this one. True or false? Oh my god. Robin's a tadpole in Muppet Babies. He should be in water. <laughs> He is, it looks like in the, um, it looks like in the uh, 2D cartoon he is. He's just not in the 3D <laughs> cartoon. But in the 3D cartoon, he has legs and a tail. Are, are you, are you, are you back with me? Yes. Okay. I just sent you a picture of Muppet Babies, Robin. Thank you. Look, he's in a little bowl. Set yet. Oh. He has a crib. He has a crib, a ball, and a little bowl. Which Muppet is the only one that utilizes real human hands? Do you want multiple choice? Me sitting here trying to remember Big Bird has, Big Bird has hands. My instinct is the count, but that's probably not right. Your multiple choice. Okay. Are Big Bird, Animal, or the Swedish Chef? Animal. It's the Swedish Chef. Really? Because he's doing so much. His like... hands feel like they're so floppy that it doesn't feel like it's a real he's person. Does Big Big Bird does have hands? Am I correct? I think, but there's they're still like under gloves. They're not like flesh. No, yeah. My like point the is, the Swedish Chef's hands are flesh. Oh, that's what you meant. They are. Oh, flesh. I'm sorry. Okay, that makes no. More all sense. of them utilize hands. Now birds don't have hands. That was my other. That was the main thing I was trying to remember about why Big Bird would have hands. Okay, continue. Which feature helps to distinguish the age of a Muppet? I'm fucking failing this. I don't know. Its nose, its pupils, or its mouth shape. Okay, well, hold on. Let me think. I'm going to go with pupils. It is pupils. Thanks fucking God. That's the only thing all of them have. <laughs> well, and again, Jim Henson said that the eyes are the most important part of any of the Muppets. I have a very difficult time looking at this, seeing the difference between Elmo and Ernie's pupils. And Ernie fucks. Don't say that. What? Ernie does not fuck. Ernie and Bert are in a relationship. That doesn't mean it's sexual. That doesn't mean it's not sexual. How old is Ernie? What? Stop doing research during my mini game. I'm sorry. It's gross to you, the idea of, of a gay puppetry. They don't have ages. However, almost three and a half. And Big Bird's six. Okay, continue. Sorry. You cause me deep emotional distress. I'm sorry. I'm just, you know. Oscar fucks. Oscar? Yes. Who? I don't know. I'm just saying he does. Grover, Grover doesn't. <laughs> Were you about to say Grover? Grover is a classic example of what kind of puppet? A sociopath. (laughs) A fucking lunatic is what Grover is. Is he a hand puppet, a hand and rod puppet, or a rod modified puppet? Fucking, I don't know. Hand and rod puppet. He is a hand puppet. Okay, good. Did you have don't read to the end of this book? Oh, like the the, the monster at the end of this book? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one? (laughs) That fuck you up? That book's crazy. (laughs) That book's wild because the whole book is him begging you to please stop. And you just keep turning the pages and he gets more and more desperate for you to stop turning the pages. Ernie is known as what kind of puppet? A fucking puppet. (laughs) I'm right. We can move on to the next question. A hand-fed puppet, a live hand puppet, or a hand-to-elmo puppet? Elbow, sorry. (laughs) Hand-to-elmo puppet. 
Hand to elbow? It's a live hand puppet. So Ernie... I was going to ask you to tell me the difference between them. Well... But um, I figured that would be like an after the question. Yeah. So uh, if you remember when we saw Avenue Q... Yes. They do the same thing with that puppet. Where Ernie is two people have to control it. Because both of his arms are like full human arms. He doesn't have any rods. And so there's one person... Maybe you're right. Maybe he doesn't fuck. <laughs> so one person's doing the mouth... And then their like right arm is doing his arm, and then there's another person over here doing his other arm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Is Bert the same? No. Oh, Bert's just chilling. He's just a hand. He's just a hand and rod. Why does Ernie need full arms? He's special. For the fucking. God damn it! What? <laughs> this is not a unique perspective I have. A lot of people I'm think Ernie fucking Ernie and Bert are in a. They can be in a. Gay relationship without them actively railing each other. They don't have. I'm not saying they're actively always, but I think they probably have a pretty healthy sex life. Who's the smallest of all the Muppets? Is it Maggie the Maggot, Rizzo the Rat, or Slimy the Worm? Oh fuck! I'm gonna go with Slimy. It is Slimy the Worm. He is three inches long. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even know who Maggie the Maggot Maggot is. He is three inches big. <laughs> the Muppet Show skit that featured an astronaut, Miss Piggy, was called what? Piggy in space. That's close enough, and I will give it to you. It's called Pigs in Space. Um, is Slimy a girl? I won't do the research because you yelled at me, but I, for some reason, feel like Slimy might be a girl. I mean, maybe. He's just Oscar's pet worm. I, I don't know if they ever gender. I feel like I'm a lot more invested in the personal lives of the Muppets. Yeah, to an upsetting degree, I think. Look, I'm not saying anyone who's underage is doing anything they shouldn't be. What is the name of the head scientist at Muppet Labs? I said his name five minutes ago. Beaker? No. Oh. He's the lab assistant. You have a multiple choice for me? You do, but you don't want to give it to me? Well, no, because whoever wrote these multiple choice, like, made it very easy. Why? Is only one of them doctor? No, they're all doctor, but one of them Was is... Not. One of them is Dr. Bill. Of course. <laughs> one of the answers is just Dr. Bill. And Dark. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not it. Okay, what is it? What are the other two? Dr. Barker Von Hammersmock. Uh-huh. And Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. Honeydew. Yes. Okay, those two are at least more similar. Dr. Bill is, they, they ran out of time. It was 4.59 and they had to hand this in at five. Which puppet plays bass along Dr. Teeth in Animal. the Electric Mayhem? Animal famously plays the drums. Oh, <laughs> fucking no. He's, he only says drums. He goes around and goes, drums, Oh, I thought he drums. said like, his own name. Is it Zoot the Bass Man? Well, that feels like it's- Janice or Sergeant Floyd Oh, it's Pepper. Janice. No, it's Floyd Pepper. Janice, I think, plays a regular guitar. What did no guest star of The Muppet Show ever do? Say the word fuck. You don't know that. Is it sing on the show, appear more than once, or touch a Muppet? Touch a Muppet. No, nobody appeared more than once. Interesting. How long was The Muppet Show? Uh, from 76 to 81. Okay. And then I'm, I'm just going to have you name a few Muppets. Okay. Who's that? Oh, fuck. Walter. That is Walter. Angry Fish Man. That's, is that your answer? I know that he has a name and I don't... Does something like, de- like evil or devil? This is... Uncle Deadly. <laughs> well, okay. Oh. <laughs> I hope it's Cotter Pinduzer, because that sounds amazing. Is that New Zealand? No, I think it is Cotter Pinduzer. Why didn't you tell me anything about New Zealand? Do you, want, do you know what New Zealand looks like? No, of course I don't. Does he speak with a New Zealand no. accent? No, I think if anything, he's actually like French. That's Reese Darby. <laughs> This is New Zealand. That is Reese Darby as Murray in Flight of the Concords, and you cannot tell me otherwise. He's always holding a fish. That's New that, Zealand in modern day. That is, that is Reese Darby at the Trolls premiere. 
Who's this? Oh, it's a friendly beer. He's a friend. I don't know, though. Mr. Something? That's not Dr. Teeth, right? <laughs> this is Bobo. <laughs> Crazy Harry. This is Bobo. Bobo the bear. <laughs> Who's this guy? That is a uh, peaky peak spaceman. It's weird because his last name is Spaceman. <laughs> actually, his last name is Strange Pork. I love that, actually. <laughs> This is Dr. Julia Strangeport. From Pigs in Space? From Pigs in Space. Um, who's this? Is that not Ultso Walter? <laughs> is that Ralph? No, that's Roosevelt Franklin. It's Roosevelt Franklin. It is Roosevelt Frank- Franklin. He's the black Muppet. No! But he's red. He's, that's a bad job, Jim. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's the first Gordon design. Bad job, Gordon. And then finally, I just want you to um, tell me who this is. <laughs> a racial caricature. <laughs> you tell me that's fucking, like, that's voiced by Keenan Thompson or something, I'll punch you. Is it Sir Didymus? I think it's Beauregard. <laughs> He's the stagehand. That's rough. <laughs> the janitor. That is straight up a blackface Muppet. <laughs> I can't, yeah. That's not, okay. <laughs> Look at his eyes. I don't want to. <laughs> Let me see, um, have they gotten better at racial puppets? Uh, while you do that. Yes, they have gotten much better. Great. However, Sesame Street's first black female puppeteer happened when? 2005. 2022. September 20th, 2022. So, two months ago. Two months ago. Yeah. That is two months ago. Okay. She was a real estate developer, and then until November, until until, uh, August, probably around when my car was stolen, and then became, oh, by the way, my car is totaled. <laughs> this movie did very well. It made $65 million off of an $8 million budget. I'm sorry. Like 250 Muppets in the last scene? There are 250 Muppets in the total scene. And it was every Muppet that had been created up to that point in time. Did they have to like remake any? I don't know. I feel like because like, again, the show had only been going on for a few years. That's that still point. a lot. <laughs> so I think they just had a warehouse somewhere where they're like, we're bringing in every fucking Muppet. Is there still a warehouse somewhere? I hope so. They're not a Henson Museum? Not a museum. There's currently a exhibit at the Museum of Moving Pictures in um, Queens that I have been to and I cried. I think that's the only one. One of the cars from this is at like a random um, museum in like Indiana or something. No, yeah, there's not like a one particular. I'm sure um, I'm sure the Henson Studio has a lot in storage. We passed by the Henson Studio one time accidentally. <laughs> you started crying driving the car. Because there was a giant Kermit outside with a top hat. Disney acquired the Jim Henson Company in 2004. Okay. Um, so now they are the parent studio of the Muppets franchise. They have a whole subsect of the company called Muppet Studios. I think they just actually, I, I think I lied. I don't think they acquired all of the Jim Henson company. I think they acquired the Muppets. Gotcha. And so I don't think they have any power over Sesame Street, if that makes sense. There is a uh, Center for Puppetry Arts Museum in Atlanta, Georgia. Gotta go. They have puppets, props, and costumes from Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock, The Dark Crystal Labyrinth, and more. Uh, and they have a special. They have special exhibits, including uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Sesame Street is owned by Sesame Workshop, which makes sense. Yes, I applied and to they... Sesame Workshop. Huh? I applied to Sesame. Workshop. I also applied to Sesame Workshop. Did never heard anything. I'm sure we applied for very different things. <laughs> The Henson Company sold the Muppets and Bear in the Big Blue House properties to Disney in 2004, but retains the remainder of its program library and assets. So only the Muppets franchise, and I guess Bear in the Big Blue House, which is now on Disney Plus. Hmm. Um, I'm familiar Disney. with that. I fucking loved Bear in the Big Blue House. And they made a lot of movies after this one. They made Muppets Take Manhattan. They made 
the Muppets. They made they made the, the Great Muppet Caper, Muppets Tonight, from 1996 to 1998, and three theatrical films: The Muppets Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island, and Muppets from Space. And then after Disney acquired the Muppets, they did The Muppets Wizard of Oz, A Muppets Christmas Letter to Santa, The Muppets, and Muppets Most Wanted. I love this movie. <laughs> I can tell. Look, that's fine. That's great. <laughs> I feel like we talk a lot about, um, now that I'm in this industry, the celebrities that would make me break down. Kermit? I think I think Kermit the Frog and Taika Waititi are the two celebrities that I think I would just start like so throwing what, up. So what would it take for it to count? Enough is Kermit the Frog to make you cry and throw up. What exactly? I need you to no. I need explanation for this. <laughs> no, it's funny because um, he did an appearance very recently where you could fully see the puppeteer, uh-huh. and it's still like it, it, it's like you don't even notice. It, it. looks like at like a Comic Cons. Yeah, like, oh, yeah Steve did it a yeah. lot with just sitting Kermit yeah. in his lap. But yeah, any sort of like the professional Muppet grade. Kermit the Frog puppets performed by. Like it'd be great if it was Steve, but Steve. Oh, it has kind to of, be performed. No, yeah. Don't please don't hand me a loose Kermit. I'm not saying <laughs> please that. Please don't. I... Please don't hand me just like a fucking. Who was it? It was somebody who was on like the Muppets 2011 movie who said that it is jarring to like walk into a room and just see like all of the Muppets like lifeless and just kind of like lying on benches. I'm gonna softly close the tab I have open, which is which says buy a real Kermit puppet. <laughs> I was first of all curious how much it would be. No, I, I would, I would want, I would want it to be performed. So I, I should not buy you a Kermit puppet. I mean, you can. I'd love it. I know you, would. but I wouldn't cry and throw up. I mean, you might do that anyway. You do that. Well, around yeah, I, me. I, I, I would do that. I'll wait until you're crying and throwing up <laughs> to give it to you. <laughs> so I, I'll only have to wait a few days. And then uh, Jim Henson died in the night in 1990. Of what? Um, Having it was something weird. Too actually. much fun. Having too good of a time. Um, he died of toxic shock syndrome. Whoa! Yeah, I it didn't was, know men could die from no, that. No, it was like something really, really weird. Well, I mean, um, I knew my men could die from that, but it's like traditionally. So he appeared on the Ars- the Arsenio Hall show with Kermit on uh-huh. May fourth, nineteen ninety. Um, that was his final television appearance. On May twelfth, he traveled to North Carolina with his daughter. He canceled a recording session that night because he wasn't feeling well. He was having trouble breathing when he woke up and started coughing up blood. Uh-huh. Um, he suggested to his wife that he might be dying, but he did not want—he did not want to take time off from his schedule to visit a hospital. Friends, if you're coughing up blood, I think you really got to go. I know, I, but the blood should not be coughed up. And then shortly after admission, he stopped breathing. He was put on a ventilator, and he died the following morning. It was Streptococcus pneumoniae, an infection that causes bacterial pneumonia. It was reclassified as organ dysfunction resulting from streptococcal toxic shock syndrome so it, like, caused spread. by streptococcus pyogenes. People say that if he had gone to a hospital just a few hours sooner, he might have lived longer. I mean, he might have lived longer for any reasons. Um, Frank Oz is an agent of chaos and said that the stress of negotiating with Disney led to Henson's death. That's crazy. Stating in a 2021 interview that the Disney deal is probably what killed Jim. It made him sick. That's gotta be slander. That has to be slander. Frank Oz still works at Disney. That legally has to be slander. To say that Disney killed Jim Henson has to be slander. And then Big Bird performed Being Green um, at the funeral, and he was, like, crying the entire time. Like, the video is heartbreaking. I'm going to make you watch it. I'm a cold, dead person. I know. Your, heart, your, your voice was cracking reading that story. I am a cold, dead person. I... I just, I, I genuinely think, like, when people say, like, that, you know, if you could get one person dead or alive and have dinner with them, I think Jim Henson would be on my list. Just because he seemed so genuinely, like, a good person and, like, a genius in terms of, like, 
filmmaking and children's media. He goes on the list with, for me for with like Bob Ross mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Just seems like they'd be lovely to have a meal with. Yeah. Oh God, I love Mr. Rogers. Bob Ross also served in the Navy. So did Fred Rogers. Yeah, so I have questions for them. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah, and then Steve, Steve took over, was dismissed because he was an asshole, and then Matt took over. Took him a while to dismiss him. 25 years? <laughs> he, yeah, so he was dismissed in 2016 and Jim had died in 1990. It took him a minute. It took them a minute to do that. Um, what did you learn? I learned that Carol Spinney's a man. <laughs> you had that one. I can't express to you how insane that is to me. I have lived my life thinking something completely incorrect. And that's common for me. But this one's wild. I have always thought that Carol Spinney escaping the... Oh, the Challenger. The Challenger explosion. I've always pictured Carol Spinney as a woman. Not that it should matter for that story, but... I learned that maybe things will be okay. Because Kermit rode a bike. I'm not gonna, but I'm glad he did. What if I got you a Kermit bike? You can find one. If I put the money into buying you a Kermit B-Frog bicycle. <laughs> Natalie, what are you bringing to us next? Fuck. Uh, yeah, you forgot you had to do that, didn't you? I really did. I'm putting really, you on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. I really did. That's all right. I can think of something. Um, I think we should do the Amityville Horror. Yeah? I remembered this story a bit ago. I will not probably, I probably won't watch this. This looks too scary for me. It's old enough. Although, honestly, some of the, um, like, 70s Amity, like, horror movies can get a little spooky. This looks a little scary for me. <laughs> looks a little frightening. That's, that's okay. I also don't think I'm a huge fan of, um, possession movies. I'm also usually not, so I'm interested to, I've, I've never seen Amityville. So like this will, this will be my first, I know you haven't. Have I? I'm very excited. It's a very fun story. I mean, like, it's not, the story, it's, 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 fu- it's a fun story. I'll explain why it's a fun story next episode. And James Brolin's in it. Current husband of Barbara Streisand. Oh anyway. my goodness. <laughs> cool. 2005 film. Is that right? Great. Is there, there's not a remake, I'm assuming? Uh, did you say a 2005 film? Yeah. Came out in 1979. Oh, so I'm looking at the remake. You're looking at the remake. Thank you. That's why I asked. That's why I asked. It's hard. I feel like every horror movie nowadays is fucking remade. Right. So why would you look at one that came out in 2005 and be like, ah, yes, well, that's the original. Like, when did Hills Have Eyes come out? Like, 80s? Really? Well, I don't fucking know anything then. <laughs> 1977. Really? Yeah, dude, I think I'm blowing your world right here. It's crazy. Worm. Let's do it. Uh, where can we find you? You can find the pod. And can you do it in a Kermit voice? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said you, can't. you said you can't in a British accent. And I was like, what? <laughs> you can Fuck. find me. You can find the podcast on TikTok. <laughs> Pretty good. Not, not terrible. And stop your ruining it. You can find me, Kermit the Frog, at Saved by the Dells on TikTok. That's a lie. <laughs> That's an outright lie. <laughs> or, or on Instagram at Delaney Sears. If you want to see the real Kermit the Frog, you can see him on their YouTube channel. The Muppets just have an active YouTube channel. Or you can... <laughs> Or you can go to Delaney Sears. Or you, or you can come here. <laughs> Just here? <laughs> to our house. Just here? Where's here, Kermit? I can't dox us on the internet. Kermit, where'd you come from? Where'd Delaney go? <laughs> Actually, I know exactly what we need to... Yeah, I know what you play us out, if you like. See you all next week. Honey, Kermit in a hat. Sipping on tea cause he loves tea. Flipping like a goddamn acrobat. Me and Kermit vibe like that. that.